snap, snap. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, okay. We're recording. Hello. Hi. Um, I, I, I turned on the camera and I haven't actually prepared anything, anything for today. Um, but what I'm going to do now is I'm going to prepare my uh, talk for this coming Sunday. Uh, it's from the book of Joshua. And they assigned me this topic. It's actually just one verse, Joshua 1.8. And so I'm going to look at it, try to come up with some points, and share this, like, this whole random journey together with you. Um, I should say, though, that actually, you know, everything in me doesn't want to do this. <laughs> I'm just a very last-minute person. Uh, you know, I really just want to watch the latest Boba Fett episode that just came out. Um, but no, I'm going to do this instead. Because, uh, because, because, because uh, I have to. It's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. And it's a good thing to um, kind of like be transparent about the process. You know, it's not this mysterious thing that happens. You actually do need to read the Bible. You do need to do some homework. And the whole thing is a process. You know, it grows. Uh, hopefully, gets clearer um, by the end of this episode slash podcast however you're watching this on youtube or on your favorite podcast platform but yeah okay all right um so we're looking at joshua chapter 1 and verse 8 where is it uh, here it is uh, god says to joshua do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it so that's that's it just that one verse and uh, did you send me a topic? I think you did. I'm just checking my Facebook message. I've been corresponding with um, one of the leaders there. Um, there you go. Okay, all right. Looking at uh, the message. It's supposed to be 35 to 40 minutes. That's, that's really long for me. <laughs> I mean, I tried to have some interaction to fill in that time. But where, where is that? Okay, all right. Transforming power of God's word. And actually, there's a Chinese <laughs> that's kind of like a... Oh, wait. Hey, you're, you're not telling me that I'm going to be preaching to the Chinese congregation, am I? No, right? No, no. Uh, no, it can't be. It can't be. I'm, I'm sure it's just to to the English congregation. I hope. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it, just, it is. It is. Because there's like a Chinese title to this um, talk as well. Oh, boy. I'm nervous now. <laughs> okay, but anyway, let, let's just look at this. Let's break it down. Um, again, first impressions, it's uh, just to set the context, just to talk about how God is saying this to Joshua. Um, that's the first point. Secondly, how Joshua is taking up this role as a leader. And this is therefore kind of like the most important thing he's supposed to do as a leader. And finally, the result. You know, why do this thing like, you know, what God's telling him to do? Read this book of the law. Um, so um, maybe who, what, and why? That might be a good breakdown. You know, God is speaking to him. He's supposed to read the Bible. And why is this important? So that would be a good breakdown of three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So firstly, who is speaking this? God. God is saying this. So, no, so the whole first two paragraphs, you know, whole first section of Joshua chapter one, is actually God speaking audibly to Joshua. That's that's quite, 
incredible, actually. You know, God is saying this to him. You know, verse 6, be strong, be courageous. Verse 8, you know, read this Bible. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. And so there's something very personal, but also, I'm not sure you can hear that. Is that, is that a car? Is that a kind of truck outside? Oh, it's a helicopter. Hey, that's so cool. Ooh, there he goes. Yeah. But yeah, God. God is speaking to him. And this is something that's very miraculous. You know, if God were to speak to you, what would he say to you? Um, you know, maybe, you know, do this amazing, important thing for me. Maybe you'd expect that. You know, you think that God would say that to missionaries. God would say that to pastors, like preach this particular message. Um, and I think what's significant about this is that this uh, was the way in which God would communicate with Joshua's predecessor, Moses. So um, Moses would be up the mountain and God would talk to him directly and say, hey, Moses, how are you doing today? You know, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to say to the people of Israel. And Moses had that special relationship with God because God would speak to him like mano a mano, face to face, that kind of thing. In fact, we just turned back um, to the page before. This is Deuteronomy. Uh, the last verses of Deuteronomy says, Since then, no prophet has arisen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. And it's saying that God had this face to face interaction with Moses. But it also says, since then, no one has had this relationship. You know, there's something so special that only Moses had. But now God is kind of like uh, initiating with Moses' successor. You know, Moses died and his successor is this guy named Joshua. And, and God is coming to him and speaking to him. And the first thing that God says to him is, Moses is dead. <laughs> verse 1, after the death of Moses, verse 2, God says to him, Moses, my servant, is dead. And therefore, you are the new Moses, you're the new leader, and I'm going to have this relationship with you. So first point, you know, it's God himself telling Joshua that he's starting this relationship and moving on swiftly to point two, he's going to have this relationship through his word. So who's speaking? God speaking. What is God speaking about? He's telling Joshua to read this word. <laughs> to read this book, this book of the law. Uh, that That's strange, isn't that? I mean, that, that's weird, right? I mean, here you are, you know, God, you're speaking to me. You know, you can tell me directly, you know, what you want me to do. But the only thing you're telling me to do is to read this book, to read all the stuff that you told Moses to do that's written down, you know, read what you said in the past. And, you know, that, that's kind of strange because, you know, I want to hear a word that's fresh. I want to hear something that's for me right now. But no, God says, if you want to hear my voice, you want to know what my will is, you know, go and read what is written down in this book of the law. And so let's read this again, verse 8. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. So you're meant to read and reread and think and rethink about everything you read day to night, day to night, you know, kind of like repeating it to yourself. You know, that, that, that's, again, very strange. 
But, you know, it kind of makes sense. That's the whole reason why God has given us His Word. Actually, this is the way in which God speaks to us. I think that's, that's why He's saying. You know, everything that God wants us to know from His will, He's written down in His Word. And uh, I think that's important because I think it applies to us today. You know, um, maybe some of us, you know, we would say stuff like, you know, if God were to speak to me, if God were to appear to me, then I'll know he is real. Then I'll know that this is what I'm supposed to do. Uh, but if God were to appear to you and speak to you, he might just say this. I think, I think he kind of is saying this. <laughs> you have my word. You have the Bible. So... Read this. Read this word. And so again, verse 8, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. There's a kind of call, this call to respond to God's word. You hear it and you're meant to respond by doing everything that's written in it. You're not just meant to do this. Oh, well, how interesting. Oh, what's the Hebrew word, Greek word for this, that kind of thing. No, you're, you're meant to respond by living out this word is meant to change something that happens today in your life. Um, uh, what could it be? Yeah, you know, um, maybe it means being more mindful of God's presence in my life, being more careful uh, about the way that I treat other people, especially other Christians. Um, maybe it means speaking this word uh, this Sunday in a way that really, really conveys the seriousness and the specialness of God's Word. You know, but whatever it is, there is meant to be a carefulness and there is meant to be um, consistency, you know, a carefulness. You know, I want to understand this and a consistency. I want to live this out. So the second point is, you know, you're meant to read this Word so that it changes you somehow. You're meant to respond to it. Uh, Worth mentioning, you know, we've seen two things so far. is God speaking to Joshua. And secondly, Joshua is meant to read this word. Everything that you read in these few verses is in the singular. You know, God is saying this directly to Joshua and Joshua alone. And why this is important is because uh, Joshua is not just any who, anyone. You know, Joshua is meant to be the number one guy leading the entire population of Israel at this point of time, leading them into the promised land, taking them across the Jordan, helping them to see that God wants them to take over this entire land uh, and to drive out its current inhabitants. And so it's, it's, um, it's not just a spiritual exercise, it's actually a military exercise. They're meant to fight. They're meant to, to, to actually take action. And what's interesting about this is that God speaking to the top military guy who's supposed to do all these things and lead all these people tells him to spend all day reading the Bible. It's interesting. You know, interesting. You know, the most important thing that this military general, this spiritual leader is supposed to do is to take seriously God's word in his own life for him to respond to God personally and directly in his own life before he tells other people to do that. You know, how much more, you know, me, you know, preaching in, in, in the church, you know, telling other people, no, hey, I, I, I need to hear this. I need to do this. I need to respond to this. You know, and anyone, you know, watching this, if you're a Christian leader, the most important thing is not for you to kind of like take in so that you can output, <laughs> tell other people to do something. No, God says, you, whatever it is you're meant to do, even if you're not a pastor, your job is just to, 
and do the church website or you know, uh, you know, do, stack up chairs. You know, no, the most important thing might be for you to have this real relationship with God, to hear His voice, to respond with faithfulness and obedience. So two points so far. God is speaking to Joshua, the who. Read this word, the what. It means meditate on it, you know, take it seriously and, and, and respond to it you know, with heartfelt obedience. But finally, why? Why? This is the last um, phrase in verse 8. Um, uh, do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Let me read that again. I, I did a bad job. Uh, do not turn from it to the right or to the left. Keep focusing on this word so that you may be successful wherever you go. So the result is success or God's blessing. Um, but there's a context to the success. You know, it's not that, oh, you know, you live a long, happy life, you get lots of money, uh, <laughs> get a nice car, or um, lots of people think you're really amazing and want to follow you on Instagram and Twitter. No, nothing like that, you know. Success uh, in the context of Joshua is actually him being able to fulfill the mission that God has given him. You know, God has given you this very heavy, heavy responsibility <laughs> of leaving all these people. At this point in time, I think it's like 600,000 people. You know, being, uh, being successful as a military leader, you know, fighting against, you know, um, you know, actually going into battle and not dying and not losing too many people in the process. Success means, you know, accomplishing the mission that God has given you. And um, it means that what God gives us in order to do His will is sufficient in His Word. You know, uh, the way in which you do whatever that thing is that God wants you to do, to get it done in the way that God wants you to do it, you know, it's here in His Word. And it comes from focusing on it. That's why don't turn to the right or to the left. Does that make sense? Um, I guess the idea is that, you know, priorities tend to pull us in different directions, don't they? You know, you have a calendar. I pull out my calendar. Oh, I have to do this. And then, you know, I have to go down to Leicester. I have to get a train. And I'm going to hang out with the people there, which is really, really fun. And you know what? Actually, I said to someone on Sunday, I actually said this. I said, you know, the whole point of the sermon is just an excuse to be able to get to know them, to build this relationship. And I've been thinking about that. You know, is that, is that an okay statement to make? Because I'm sincere. You know, I, you know, I really want to get to know. I want to spend time, as much time as I can with them and to be as real as possible. But may, maybe, maybe I need to be careful of that kind of statement because here is God's word saying, hey, you know, don't, don't, don't veer from that. Yes, that's important. Yes, that's the main thing in a sense. But this is maybe the most important thing. To get that done, to be able to be effectively loving them and to be able to speak clearly to them, focus on this. In order to do that, do this well. In order to preach well, you know, preach to yourself first. And there's a kind of obviousness, but also uh, not obvious in a sense, if that makes sense. You know, sometimes you, you have the objective in front of you, you know, you're so clear about the steps there that you, know, you just want to do, 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 do. But God is saying, no, focus on this, focus on this, focus on this. Again, it's just to Joshua, 
you know, Joshua himself is supposed to take this command seriously. It's focusing on God's word, and it's how you get God's will done. Uh, I must confess, I was actually listening to a sermon on Joshua 1, and the guy said, doesn't this sound like Psalm 1? And, and it didn't occur to me, but actually it, it, it really does. Uh, Psalm 1 uh, that talks about how this guy who meditates on God's word day and night, if I can find Psalm 1, Psalm 1, um, verse 3, he is like a tree planted by streams of water. Verse 2, on his law, he meditates day and night. And finally, verse 3, whatever he does, prospers. There's that three ingredients of law, meditation, and prospering or being successful. And, you know, it's almost a picture of what Joshua is supposed to do in, in being this leader of God's people focused on God's word. It's a picture of what we're meant to do as men and women of God, to walk in God's word, walk with God in his word, to meditate on it day and night. And he will cause us to be faithful to be able to live out his will in that well, successful way, if you want to call it that. But in that faithful way, I think it, it's, it's the better way of describing it by focusing on him, focusing on his word, and living it out in our daily lives. Not sure if that makes sense, um, but yeah, that, that, that's what I have. <laughs> uh, again, yeah, uh, I'm going down to Leicester this coming uh, weekend. I'm going down on Saturday having dinner with a bunch of them, a bunch of families in the evening. Um, going down early to the church on Sunday. So if you're there, I'll definitely see you. I, wa I want to say hello to you. And uh, speaking on this passage, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. So um, I'll, I'll end with a prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity just to hear your voice and your word. Help me to take this seriously for myself, uh, to live it out even today. And then as I come to Sunday to be able to speak this in a way that is just... Um, real and transparent and faithful. Uh, where I fail, help me to ask for forgiveness. Help me to be real with that as well. But where I am able to walk in some measure of faithfulness, help me to give thanks to you, to recognize your grace and the power of your word working in my life. Um, may this be true. And the people who are hearing this word as well, I please would you, by your spirit, speak to the people at Lesser Chinese Christian Church. Be with them. Bless them. Help them to come to you in your word every day. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye.